Hi, I'm Kara, and I really like rom-coms. Hi, I'm Jaren, and I really like an anime based on the Lizzo song, Boys. Wow, that's great. But you know what we both like? That would be the natural charm of being poor. And this is... Just Kiss Already! So I, I kind of want to take a minute and uh, put myself on blast because uh, before we were... Oh my god, Jaren, he's outing himself. Everybody... <laughs> no, don't call the crowd. <laughs> Everyone come here. <laughs> oh, just kidding. I'm sorry. Go away. <laughs> no, this go away. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone stop listening. I have to listen, okay? <laughs> <laughs> ooh, ooh, baby. So ooh. but before we started watching Oron, I hadn't watched anime in a long time like especially not really? watching like strings of episodes the most like the most wow. recent thing is i will when i hear that like an arc or a part of my hero is very good i will wait for mm-hmm. it to finish being animated and then i will watch that string of episodes independently of the rest of the show but oh my god really yeah yeah that's what i've been doing that's like my jam it's just like i know a little bit about my hero <laughs> I cannot do that if I don't start from the... Sometimes if I wait too long to finish something, I have to start from the beginning again. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> yeah. Uh. I've, it's been so long since I've watched My Hero, I've been legitimately being like, I think I have to start it over. <laughs> <laughs> and anime is like that. It's For me, it's, it's like a comfort food almost. And mm. I didn't realize that I was kind of missing it from my mm-hmm. diet until we started watching mm. this. Because so much of my high school was about finding friends and finding community through uh anime at like a a local place in my neighborhood i don't want to give away too much detail but uh, yeah we're not he's not blast is off okay no more (laughs) (laughs) it's 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 uh it was a place where i got a lot of volunteer hours and as part of that they would run a convention and so i remember people like cosplaying characters from oran before i ever knew what it was and part of that convention was we had a maid cafe and it was Ooh. it was such an interesting idea to me at the time to see people that i knew from volunteering like getting up and participating in this thing to raise money for like oh. our local uh center and it, it was cool. such a like a wholesome connection in my mind that now yeah. as i'm watching this i'm getting that anime goodness and i'm also getting Ooh. nostalgia which is which is like mm. a double it's like caramel and chocolate <laughs> Ooh, oh my gosh, so indulgent. Ooh. Yeah. Do, do you have, do you have like a like an anime centric experience or like a maid cafe kind of thing that you remember or that you've thought about? Um, not really. So as you know, I was like a I was a, a manga boy oh, growing yeah. up. I was all about the manga. Yeah, I, I I haven't really watched as much anime. Like I feel like people think that I've watched a lot more anime than I have, and mm. I do know a lot of stories, but I've mostly read the manga for a lot of things. Um, I've only recently kind of been into watching anime. That's so interesting. Yeah. I've never gotten to go to a convention, though. That's something that, like, I remember in high school I had friends who would go, and they would be like, oh, do you want to come? And, like, it, it would always be like, oh, like, I was in theater, and I'd be like, oh, I'm sorry, it's tech week that week. I can't go. Oh, no. <laughs> like, something like that. Because <laughs> they're always on weekends, you know? They are. So that's actually something that I've, I've kind of been, like, holding out for. Like, I want to go one day. I wanna, I wanna have fun. I don't know, run around. Ooh, that would be so <laughs> cool. I, I love yeah. cons. I love big convention spaces with the weird carpet. <laughs> <laughs> 
I have not had any kind of like maid cafe host club experience, um, but I do like dating games. I love a good dating sim. Ooh. And that's what they make me think of with the like, there's every flavor of character <laughs> and you get to like romance the. <laughs> oh, you're absolutely right. It's so cool. I never thought of it like that. I've been that. playing a lot of Monster Prom lately, so you know how it is. God, I've heard Monster Prom. <laughs> Anybody who knows, <laughs> Scott's my boy. Those who know, know. If you know, you know. Himbo. <laughs> We love it. Anyway. <laughs> she did not. <laughs> he is, and I love him. Okay, listen. You heard it here first, folks. The Just Kiss Over My wonderful, podcast. big, dumb werewolf. He's a great, he's wonderful. Okay. Himbo writes. <laughs> Himbo writes. Except, no, he does not. He definitely does not write. <laughs> I don't know if he can even read. Ooh. I'm also playing a himbo in our D&D campaign right now. So, you know, we're just all in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you when you find something, you, you, you're you like, this is it. This is it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Great energy from those characters as well. Great energy. Honestly. Yeah. Big fan. Oh. Um, but yeah, so this is this is really the only host club uh, thing that I know. The, the Oron one would be... <laughs> mm. It's our archetype for this thing. Yeah, that's true. I guess any host club I go to, I compare it back to Oron. <laughs> <laughs> Zero out of ten. There was no honey. <laughs> yeah, what was the point? I'm sorry. Where was the natural poor charm? I wanted to be flirted with, but My... in a very natural way, by a girl who was cross-dressing. That's what I wanted. <laughs> My disappointment is immeasurable and my day is ruined. Honestly, I was thinking about it watching this episode and I was like, I know like last time we talked about like, oh, which boy would you pick in the in the dating game? Yeah, yeah. And we were like all Mori all the way. But honestly, <laughs> I feel like if I was going to this host club, I would go to Haruhi. <laughs> See, that's the thing is that it's like, why should you have to pick one? Like surely the benefit of repeat that's business true. is like you can I come agree. and go as you please. Why not? Okay, that's true. In this episode, we have like a whole little thing about like um, how the host club works on a daily basis. Because Mm -hmm. this is kind of like the first, we're not just introducing, now we're here. So they've got this whole theme going on. They're like, hello, everybody. It's summer. We're in the tropics. We're having a great time. Everybody's shirtless except for Haruhi who elected to wear her school uniform. Yeah, boy. (laughs) And we get introduced to this character... Um, I forget her name. Teacup girl. Ooh, Te- I- yeah, teacup girl. <laughs> <laughs> we get introduced to this character who, like, um, they're like, oh, she has, like, host-changing disease. Because, like, she comes in and she's like, all right, Haruhi, you're my new fave. And Tamaki's like, I thought I was her fave. Mm. <laughs> and, like... They make a big deal out of it, but honestly, yeah, like, why? I don't know about you, but I'm, like, a dating game. Like, I want to play everybody's track. Like, I want to know what's going on with everybody. (laughs) You and me are on the same page. We want that true ending where you'd make no choice and everybody love you. (laughs) When I play Monster Prom, I get to the end and I say, I'm going to prom by myself. (laughs) What a power move. (laughs) Right? And then you get an ending. They're like, why would you do that? This is a dating game. And you're like, oh. Okay. Okay, sassy game designer. They kind of roast you a little. (laughs) God. Nobody's there to tell Teacup Girl that, though. So she just goes around dating whoever she wants. And honestly, like, good on her because if you get, like, a big decorative basket of fruit delivered to you, you're not going to be like, I'm an apple girl and just eat only the apple. (laughs) Right? What is 
life without a little bit of variety. I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> so her whole deal is that, like, she has fiancé who is teacup boy. And they yes, both of course. love fine clay products or perhaps they ceramic. They love it. <laughs> yeah. and so- They love plates and teacups. <laughs> And probably like spoons. <laughs> they have strong opinions about vases. <laughs> Tableware, if you will. A dinette <laughs> they <love> set. It. <laughs> I think fiance boy is like, he's like the heir of this tableware. <laughs> yes, that's important. He is the prince of spoons. I love that. For sure. He's the, yes, he is the prince of spoons. <laughs> you know how it is. <laughs> <He's> the... <laughs> there, there's so much in this episode. That, like, they, they show Teacup Girl, and she's sitting in the teacup ride, like, at Disneyland by herself. And I'm like, whoa, yes. what is this? Like, is there going to be a theme park thing? And it was just very elaborate foreshadowing for the fact that she is engaged to Teacup Boy and trying to get yes. his attention by going to all these different host club boys. And it's kind of not working. Yeah, it's not. He, he, we have our, it's, this is the classic emotionally constipated childhood best friends who are in love with each other, but can't admit it. Um, because she's like, I'm going to get his attention because he doesn't notice me. And he's sitting here being like, wow, I love her, but she obviously loves these boys instead. And it's like, come on, guys, come on. Come this episode on. really made me appreciate Kyoya because Kyoya knows all <gasps> yeah. of the tea and he's just here he to does. stir the pot. <laughs> because he like he gets their tea tea teacupery delivered yes. by teacup boy as teacup girl is there and he's like yes thank you i will sign for this and they make eye contact and he just kind of smirks and it's like you know what you're doing you he know knows. <laughs> yeah kill you truly is with this is also the episode where we kind of like learn that Tamaki may be the king of the club, but the true king is Kyoya, <laughs> who's like slowly sliding a like a tropical summer pamphlet onto <laughs> Tamaki's desk and letting Tamaki be like, this is my idea. And also does research on all of the patrons and like just knows literally everything that's going on. This, ep- this episode was a strong push towards Kyoya being like one of my favorites because his, docu- his uh, dossier was like slightly misandrist, which, you know, points. And then there was also, like, yeah. a part where they compare it, like, oh, Tamaki's the king, but Kyoya's the queen. And I'm like, that's yes. right, baby, chess rules, the most powerful piece. I do really love, um, so we get this introduction of, like, uh, Tamaki has decided that he is papa. Tamaki <laughs> really loves the, like, friend group with familial roles. Yes. And I feel like that's such a universal thing. Because, like, I've always been in friend groups where we've somehow come up with familial roles. Like, I feel like that's just everybody kind of does that. We it's love to be fun. like, this is mom friend. This is like, <laughs> what I do want to ask, what is your common? You know how, like, I feel like as you go through friend groups, you kind of find out what role you usually are. Like, I'm For usually sure. child, but if there's a differentiation, favorite child. <laughs> <laughs> that is a strong statement, but you are correct. Thank you. You are what- <laughs> Survey says, top answer, favorite child, 99 responses. I, listen, it's just, it's it's a place that I fall into, you know? It's just how it is. I, okay, can I, if I can indulge, can I ask you to guess what mine is? And then I'll tell you whether or not I think Ooh. you're right. Um, okay. 
thinking about our like our, our common friend group, the friend group that we are we are both in. Mm-hmm. You know how it is. We are we are friends, and we have other. We friends are in fact we are friends, friends outside of the show. This is not a performance <laughs> obligation. I. I pay Jaren, but he also pays me, so Ooh. it just cancels itself out. Yes, yes, we give each other one dollar. <laughs> I feel like, I don't know, are you like, I kind of want to say like wine aunt. You know? Oh my god, you got it in one! <laughs> That's how you know we really are friends, because I do know Jaren very well. <laughs> I was I was sitting here being like, okay, because I was going to say in our friend group specifically, I feel like if we are not, if we are in a public place, you and I, we shift to gremlin children role. Yes, where we're we just do. we doing bits do. in public and trying not to arouse suspicion. Kimmy is yelling at us. She's like, guys, go, 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 go. be serious. And we're- Shout out to Kimmy. Love you. Love you, Kimmy. But Love when I, But when I'm like at the theater or I'm meeting new groups of people, people just will like open up to me and then I give like that very stern wine auntie advice where I'm like, honey, he is not shit. Like you are so good. (laughs) You need to move on. (laughs) It's it's a near constant thing. Oh man. I feel like I can shift into mom friend if needed. Like if, if the group of people we are in does not currently have a mom friend, I can take that role pretty easily. However, if a mom friend is there, which there generally is, because I, I don't know what it is. I just, I befriend mom friends. <laughs> um, I fall straight into just like child, beloved child. Beloved. Just like <laughs> firstborn beloved. Beloved firstborn. <laughs> oh, that's so tight. Oh, it's so good. Oh, man. But yeah, so so Tamaki's like, listen, this is a family. I'm the dad. Okay, uh, mm-hmm. Kyoya is mom. <laughs> <laughs> he never actually says Kyoya is mom. Kyoya is just like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm mom. Yeah, for he's sure. saying mom, and I think it's me. <laughs> Haruhi is precious child. <laughs> oh, protect at all costs, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess the twins then are like gremlin children. For sure. <laughs> and then I guess uh, Honey and Mori are like, I don't know, are they just like cool, cool uncles? Yeah, I don't know what's going they're, on. They're like, they're like sweetie and meaty. That's like their ah. role. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, we're having a ball. Oh, we're That's having a- an absolute ball. <laughs> Yeah, surprise. Um, we, you know, this is a this is a a romance sh- story, so there has to be some kind of fun, big, fancy event. Of course, whether it be at an art exhibition or a ball. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. So we're having a ball, and uh, Haruhi's like, "A ball? That's stupid." And Kyoya's like, "What if we pay you?" And Haruhi's like, "I love dancing. <laughs> I actually am a big fan." I've always loved <laughs> dancing. From <laughs> no, no, no. I've always loved. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then at this big old ball, the gang, mm. the host club, decides we are going to play matchmaker and use what we know about these two people's private lives in a public setting to to you bring know. them together for the good of the world. And they it's do what it. We have to do. <laughs> They're it's pros. What we have to do. <laughs> they're like, it's so funny because it really doesn't seem like they're pros in the beginning because they're being like, okay, here's the plan. Oh, yeah. Haruhi, we're going to make you dress like a girl because we want to. And you're going <laughs> to go in there with this note that was written by the twins and Kyoya, might I add. <laughs> Kyoya was one of the authors of this like weird love note. And I think about that a lot. <laughs> it's, a, it's a work of art. I really feel like Kyoya yeah. has an inner poet that's dying to escape good for him 
And they're like, you're going to go in there and you're going to flirt with him. And then we're going to send the girl in and she's going to be like, oh, no. And you're like, how could this work? But somehow it does. It totally works. It works beautifully. And they, they dance together under the big spotlight. And it's wonderful. And everything works, I guess. It's, <laughs> it's a really tight, like, happy ending. It's like, yeah. it, it feels like this could easily have been the larger plot to a whole rom-com movie. And then Oran was like, no, we are experts. We get this done in under half an hour, for sure. Okay, that's true. Because I literally, every time I rewatch this anime, I forget that this happens in episode two. My <laughs> brain is always thinking that this is something that happens a little while down. And maybe it takes like a couple of episodes because my brain is thinking like the ball arc. Obviously, that's going to be like a big thing. <laughs> and then it's episode two and it happens instantly. And I'm like, what just happened? am i <laughs> where am i <laughs> yeah boy it's it, this is a strong episode too uh yeah i one of the things that i've i'm really enjoying about this anime specifically is mm. that we spent episode one we get all the setup all the setup there's no yes. like additional development that has to happen afterwards we know where we are we know what the stakes are and then episode mm -hmm. two is like bam right into that good good slice of life and we're well, introduced bam. to, like, the new stuff this episode, and we get to see the familiar characters playing off of it. And that's such a strong, yes. recognizable, easy-to-drop-in-and-out structure. Like, uh, mm -hmm. my experience, like, growing up watching anime was I was very young, staying up too late and watching it on television late at night. And so mm. if I couldn't be there every night... I only got to see, like, every seventh episode on Saturday. So I love shows like <laughs> this, where it's just like, yeah. you missed a week? Whatever, baby, they're all here. They remember you. Sometimes you gotta go where everybody knows your name. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, talking uh. about anime again, this is like, this this show did something that I really love that I want to articulate, and it's uh, costumes. Because I feel like a Ooh. lot of times in animation... You have your character and their base model, which in a lot of cases can be like a uniform or like a comfy yes. outfit that they always wear. Like, uh, yes. not to draw an example, uh, but <laughs> Naruto. Roast him, drag him. Yeah, him. I'm dragging Naruto. You can't <laughs> stop me. He, he had... I mean, to be fair, like, I, I really like Hunter Hunter. And that's another example of like, Gon is always wearing those green shorts. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a thing. And it's like this, there's this. Naruto's orange outfit that he always wears and I'll never forget because I had a copy of one of the first issues of Naruto uh in manga English release and Ooh. there was a page in between chapters that was like yeah Naruto has his goggles for these first couple chapters but the author said that he got very tired of drawing all the detail on the goggles so he switched to like the headband to make it a simpler design and I'm like, that, that explains it that explains why we have like these costumes that are always here but at the ball the twins have, like, these super smart waistcoats, and Haruhi's Ooh. suit is great, and Tamaki is, like, all whited out, and it's like, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Having characters dressed differently is such a great way to reflect their personality visually without belaboring it through dialogue. And it's something That's true. that I respond to in shows. If your show has varied <laughs> character designs, fantastic. Got me hooked. I love to see the clothes. <laughs> For sure. That's true. That's something that I also like about... Um, the genre of like anime and manga that is like, um, so there's in shoujo, you'll have like the, the slice of life stories that take place at school, like mm -hmm. Oran. So then they often make use of that uniform for most of the time. But 
even those stories they'll have like you know an after school time where they hang out or like they'll go on a vacation a beach trip if you will together yeah, yeah, yeah. or like there'll be like a school trip or something so you'll get to see like their casual clothes and stories also where they're not um, in school or they're not at work or somewhere where they would have a uniform, you just kind of get to see them like wearing normal clothes because it's a slice of life story and they need to be wearing different outfits in order for it to seem kind of real. Uh, something that I think that uh, other stories like, I don't know, like Hunter Hunter is a great example. Like there's, there's no... Like, Gon has these clothes, and he's wearing them. He's on, like, a big adventure. He doesn't really, he probably doesn't have time to go out and be buying <laughs> clothes. Like, it makes a lot of sense that he's just wearing the same outfit. <laughs> For sure. It's, it's... You... But it's kind of fun. You get to see it in, in this genre. Yeah, it's, it's always nice. Because, because I feel like there's parts that you don't notice. And it just, it makes the world more lived in. And that's such yeah. a great part of media, is being able to, like, just lose yourself in it and not be like boy those kids shorts must stink <laughs> <laughs> they probably do he's running so much he jumps really high like <laughs> <laughs> oh god uh, also in this episode we get i think i'm i'm gonna i i'm famously bad at predictions i just want to <laughs> <laughs> you did really good for the final episode of coffee prints i have to say <laughs> oh yeah i'm gonna need i'm gonna need to channel that one success and just stretch it out into this because yeah. somebody this episode says something that really stuck out to me as, like, a thesis statement for the show, if you will, if you will. Uh, yeah. And they say that the Oran High School Host Club exists to make girls happy. And that's their logic for why they are, quote-unquote, oh, interfering with... Uh, Tamaki. Yeah, Tamaki is the one who says it. Tamaki says it, yeah. He's the king. It makes sense. <laughs> and it, it's it's this brilliant idea of, like... We, we are here to make other people happy and they obviously have the resources. Like there's no budget mm. involved with them. So they do like this big ball and then the big moment where the, the, the betrothed couple dances, there are full on 20th century Fox searchlights on them. Oh yeah. And it's, oh, yeah. it's brilliant. It's, it's like, they know what they're doing. They are here to make people happy. And it really, mm. It, I'm it's something that I'm excited about. It's like very rare for me to get excited, I think, about like what's gonna happen next. But if the Aww. idea is that every episode we are gonna take someone from being less than happy to happy or making mm. other people happier. And then it also because Tamaki says it, Haruhi is a girl. And it's like that <gasps> thing of like we're gonna make girls happy and it's like Haruhi uh -huh. is this person with her mother out of her life and it, this school for very rich people on scholarship and kind of belittled for being poor. But like, I feel like uh -huh. there's going to be a little bit of a, a through line of like, we are here to improve uh -huh. Haruhi's life. And that's all I want. <laughs> Ooh, uh. I do. Yeah. I, I like, I like that notion a lot. The idea that, that, that idea of like the host club exists to make girls happy is kind of like a thesis for the mm -hmm. the show. I, I I like the way that you put that. Thank you. Um, obviously, I'm not going to spoil anything, but <laughs> <laughs> but I I yeah, and I, I think also just thinking about Tamaki's character particularly. Um, I think everyone in this show is definitely like they're introduced to us as these kind of archetypes, but we will get to know them more. And Tamaki in particular, I think, is a very interesting character. He's he's definitely one to fall in love with. So I'm very Ooh. excited to 
delve more into uh, the show and, and kind of like see what your reaction to really getting to meet all of these characters is. I, I really like that idea just because mm-hmm. it's episode two. I mean, barely yeah. people have had individual lines or screen time. And the idea that they're going to evolve beyond their starting point, like, that's that's what I watch shows for. I love that. Yeah. Oh, I do want to make note, speaking of lines, uh, Maury does say, ah, this uh, episode, so it's a good episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Groundhog Day. If he, if he sees his shadow, <laughs> we have ten more weeks of good content. <laughs> a plus, extra credit. Uh, 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 I don't I don't know what other rating systems exist. Gold I think star. It, <laughs> yeah, gold star. Um, yep, S class. Uh, <laughs> you know how it is. Yeah. Uh, talking about characters evolving, though. Uh, mm-hmm. So, so Teacup Boy's journey in this episode is going from sort of being timid and kind of assuming that maybe his fiance doesn't want anything to do with him, to mm-hmm. like sort of being more outgoing and sort of like letting her know like hey i want to be a part of your life and i want you to want to be a part of mine and that's very sweet and haruhi actually has like a a part in that which is really cool i think just because i feel like haruhi is kind of introduced as this character that's like really just kind of existing like Mm. she wants to get through school she wants to study she she has a goal but like for now she's just kind of trying to get through it all and it was really nice to see her kind of like be an influence in this episode because she did kind of like in this whole scene where like she's like uh, here i am i'm girl who's in love with you apparently um <laughs> and he's like i actually really have a big crush on this girl but like i don't think she'd ever notice me how he kind of is like um i'm sorry if you want her to <laughs> notice you why don't you just literally go and do it like i don't understand why are you whining about boy just go do it you if know you want something to happen you have to do it yourself yeah. <laughs> as you're saying this you're kind of convincing me that this is secretly a shonen battle anime and that Haruhi's quirk <laughs> is that she can listen. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And she can give good advice and she is undefeated so far. Yeah, she's doing great. She's <laughs> She has this great line that really that I remembered and that I wanted to bring up about uh he says I don't know if I can change to be the kind of person that she deserves or the kind of person that she would want. And Haruhi mm-hmm. fires right back by being like, you know, being able to change, uh, be- wanting to change is being able to change. And I mm-hmm. thought that was such a neat idea. And I, I was thinking about all the times where I as a person have been like, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit of an absolutist. I don't know if that's gotten across to our listeners. But if I'm mm-hmm. like, I am not going to eat cake, I will be like, never again. Absolutely not. And if I decide <laughs> later that maybe I want to eat a little bit of cake. I get very upset at myself and there's this thing Mm. of like you know if just the fact that I want to stop eating cake is proof that I can and to make it a much bigger thing like Mm. wanting to change who you are and how you are seen is a very important part to a lot of people's life and development I think and it feels very affirming to hear that in media because I, f- yeah. I feel like a lot of times especially with anime people will go in with like lowered expectations but just like kind of seeing that happy positive spin on it it took me by surprise i wasn't expecting it and it was something that i really liked and that i've thought about since watching yeah 
I agree. We put a lot of pressure on action. And I feel like that kind of also comes from a culture of being like, you know, I guess seeing is believing almost. Mm -hmm. Like you have to Mm -hmm. like show that something is happening. But there is value in the want or the desire to do something. Like, I mean, the first step of doing anything is deciding that you want to do it or just even even like thinking about doing it like that that all is kind of a part of the process and it's kind of unfair to eliminate it like we tend to i i agree with haruhi deciding that you want to change definitely like that's 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 the first step like Mm -hmm. if you don't do that then what are you doing i i really like what you said i i feel like there is a lot of pressure in my mind to have concrete plans and goals yeah and then i i completely discount anything that happens before that but like Mm-hmm. the thinking and the research is absolutely part of trying to improve yourself and trying to make a change heck yeah it's what i tell myself when i start my uh, papers way too late i'm like but i was thinking about him i was thinking about him a month ago so you know? <laughs> <laughs> I ha- i've had this kind of outlined for a few minutes now as i sat yeah, down yeah, yeah, and booted yeah, yeah, up my computer yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't tell my don't tell my teachers. <laughs> Everyone, please. Just between us and our closest. <laughs> Just between us. <laughs> oh. oh man. So we are watching uh, a a rom com, if you will. It's kind of like the whole point. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So we've got we've got a couple of tropes going on. So this episode, uh, one of the one of the tropes we see is the makeover trope that's a very classic one yeah especially i feel like cross-dressing drama or any kind of like show that puts the protagonist off uh or frames them as being like i don't want to say unattractive but like almost plain Plain. like that's such a common thing of being like yeah like the the main person is not this like standout like they're just kind of here and like they're nothing special Uh, but then we have a makeover to be like but they were beautiful the whole time and, then, and that's what we do with Haruhi in this episode. <laughs> Honestly, like talking about change, if if I can come clean, I this is oh, yeah. this is one of those tropes because it's it's like it's like you said, it's not that they're taking somebody who's necessarily unattractive. It's that they are saying that like this person was plain and look at how beautiful they could be. But it's in my mind, it goes back to what Haruhi was saying last time about like it's just the person. It's just the way that they present themselves yeah. is different and they are the same beautiful, perfect cinnamon roll Haruhi. No matter <laughs> how you wrap so it. Much. <laughs> I love Haruhi so much. So, she's, so good. She's very good. Want to want to give hug or something. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe like befriend. Maybe pay money so that Haruhi will call me cute. I don't oh. know. <laughs> <laughs> I would wave. I would wave at Haruhi from across the fountain. Okay. Fair enough, yeah. <laughs> It makes me think of, like, I think makeup is a really good example because there's this really weird, harsh narrative in our society that, like, makeup is a lie. Like, mm. it's it's mm-hmm. it's fake. You're putting on a mask. How dare you fool people? But then it's like, well, in actuality, like, nobody is literally changing their face. Like, you're just emphasizing your features, whether it be, like, your, you know, your eyes or using color to bring out certain things or, like, you know, like... I'm sorry, putting concealer over a pimple isn't removing the pimple, but it is showing what your skin looks like without it, which is a thing your skin can do. So, like, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's it's that kind of idea. It's like you're not changing the person. You're just presenting them in a different light. Yeah, I, I feel like that's definitely an underlying current in some things. And I think that might yeah. be partially why it rubs me the wrong way is because it's tied in with the deceitful 
idea. Yeah. And it's like, that is not the case. That is not what this is That is not the case. (laughs) If anybody out here was listening and they're like, but I actually think makeup is deceitful. I'm so sorry. I don't think, I don't think you're our target audience. (laughs) (laughs) I think you're in desperate need of a makeover. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Do you want a makeover? I would love to give a makeover. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. All right, so we got the makeover. We also have um, this idea of like uh, always having the worst timing, or maybe the best timing, or, <laughs> or the classic like misunderstanding where yeah. we send our girl in and she happens to enter the room right when this dude is like reaching forward to Haruhi, maybe to give her a handshake, maybe to give her a pat on the shoulder. <laughs> we don't know, but apparently it looked a little sus. So. <laughs> it's 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 so pervasive. Is that it? Pervasive throughout the genre of like Yeah, sure. I don't actually know. I'm gonna <laughs> say yes. It's 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 the thing of just like somebody's intentions were never bad, but the angle of the window that you were looking through and could kind of oh hear and maybe heard from somebody else what they saw was going down makes it look uh-huh. bad. And it's as far as tropes go, it's it can it can be frustrating because I I've had so yes. many times in shows where it's like, get together, please, just kiss already. Yeah. You love each other so you, much. You know how it is. And then it's like rom coms wouldn't exist without the misunderstanding trope. I'm saying it now. I'm saying it. Yeah, there is. <laughs> They're the true core of this genre. <laughs> there is a great silver lining to it. I I have noticed mm-hmm. that it functions almost as in my mind and maybe i'm being too literal it's kind of like a test because it it Ooh. it's a miscommunication at its core and like as much as i want to see people just kiss i want to see people be <laughs> able to work through poor communication as a unit like that's something that's that really makes things sparkle for me so it's it's not a bad trope i don't think there's such a thing in the third act misunderstanding yeah I agree. I I mean, like, if there's one thing I kind of like to think about rom-coms is that uh, people will be like, oh, I feel like for any genre, people will be like, oh, this genre is going to teach you that that's what life is actually like. And no, no. truthfully, one thing that rom-coms have taught me is that, like, miscommunication leads to almost every problem. almost all of them and many things can be solved by just talking and being honest (laughs) literally be honest literally don't lie and flap your lips and that's all you need (laughs) (laughs) then you're good you're fine but yeah it's it's a good teacher i think Mm -hmm. uh and then we also have i mean this whole kind of episode centers around the childhood friends but this is this is actually like a really common trope i think uh whether it be like they're the main couple that we're following or them as a side couple as we're kind of seeing right now is also something you'll see a lot of these these childhood friends who have been in, in love with each other for years but they're just too emotionally mm-hmm. constipated to talk to <laughs> each other about the fact that they actually want to smooch <laughs> they just can't do it the, the childhood friend is so interesting to me because in my lived experience the people that I knew when I was seven, no way. Like, never. <laughs> I, I could never see myself being friends with somebody or being romantic partners with somebody who knew me before I knew how to ride a bike or swim. There's, there's just a level of intimacy there that's real deep. <laughs> <laughs> but th- there is an aspect to it of, like, it is the person who knows you 
almost as well as you know yourself. Yeah. And I, I love seeing in things where it's like, I can tell by looking at your face that you're sad, so I got you ice cream mm. that you like. That's your favorite flavor. And I see why it appeals yeah. so strongly to so many people. Though, to be fair, I will say those kinds of relationships are also totally possible in people who haven't known each other since childhood. I feel like oh, for sure. one of the, the biggest kind of like, like time is a, is a wonderful kind of thing where like time will just foster a lot of different things. Um, but that doesn't mm-hmm. mean that like somebody who you've met, I don't know, like in your college years or like in your early 20s or something can't also be like the same level of friendship you know i wholeheartedly agree i would say that you're a good example oh my god of somebody no. who <laughs> oh my god you're a good example of somebody who like knows me very well mm. uh you're also an example you're respective of who knows me very well oh oh my god we're childhood friends as adults oh my god cool Oh, <laughs> uh, I, I I made myself all blushy in the middle of our comedy fun podcast. Oh my god, that's okay. That's what this co- this podcast is called. Just kiss already. So blushing is totally welcome. It's all accepted. <laughs> I will say though, good, good. for how emotionally constipated this couple is, that teacup girl is so damn good at flirting. Like I was kind of blushing a, a little. I was like, girl, oh my god, like. She was the, she was out here. <laughs> she she was skill building. She yeah. was like for my for my future husband who I love, I'm going to learn how to just flirt my heart out. I was impressed. Like the way that she talked to Harvey, <laughs> I was like, "Yo." <laughs> oh yeah, game recognize game. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. one of the, the 10 <laughs> commandments of this show. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I did love also, though, like, so Haruki has, like, uh, her own kind of fans at the host club, and it was very cute to see that, like, they're just really shy. <laughs> Aww. Like, they were yeah, like, that oh is my god, cute. I really want to ask Haruki for a dance, and they just, like, couldn't do it, and then this girl walks in, and she's <laughs> like, hey, Haruki, dance with me, and I was like, well, damn. <laughs> yeah, you, me, touching hands and spinning around gently for four minutes, let's go. Uh. I love the dynamic, though, of Haruhi's fans, ex-Haruhi. The, the patrons that Haruhi attracts are so adorable. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's the superpower, man. It's so cool to see somebody whose appeal yeah. lies in them being genuine. Yes. I feel like that's so underrepresented, mm. but it's also the most powerful tool for love. Yeah, definitely. I agree. So it, if I can tell on myself for the third time. Oh my god, Jared is just outing himself today. Everybody gather around, come here. See, I don't, I don't, I don't know if anybody's gonna believe me, but I was this close uh-huh. to putting childhood friend as my trope prediction for last time. <gasps> really? It just, it seemed too obvious. Uh-huh. I was like, mm, but we're not gonna meet a new member of the host club who was like a childhood friend. But we could so, like, meet a childhood friend of Haruhi. Come on, it could have been. You never know. You never know. You never know. <sighs> I'm, I'll forever be kicking myself Man. because that's already one incorrect guess. So I'm going to try to keep it simple. I'm going to try to keep it safe for this prediction. I think on the next episode of this this show, yes, there's going to be, and I might be missing the name of this trope, but I'm just going to describe what I'm thinking. Go ahead. I'm thinking it's going to be the consequences trope uh-huh. where 
they have to do something or somebody's going to get expelled or suspended. Oh, like it's, oh yes. Okay, I know what you, you I know also what don't I mean. know yeah. if, there's an, if there's a name for that, but I totally know what you mean. <laughs> the like somebody does, somebody accidentally kicks the, the principal when they were playing soccer. <laughs> exactly. Or like Haruki knocks over another vase and they're like, detention. Oh no. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Is that the only one? Is that, are you banking all your money on that one? Or do you have like a, another? Ooh, the option to split my bet is an interesting one, but I'm a reckless gambler. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to put all my chips okay. on, on 23 and I'm going to say there's going to be the threat of expulsion Ooh, in the next episode. The threat of expulsion. What a, I will say that's pretty specific. Like consequences is a bit more vague. <laughs> expulsion is like we're really you're kind of nailing yourself to this one <laughs> all right no i've already i've already used my mouth to say the words Fair we are enough. here <laughs> you're right we are uh we are a once you say it no takes these backsies uh podcast uh so so it goes yes <laughs> we are men of honor that's right <laughs> all right i i will i'll take those chips i uh the dealer will just like um I, does the dealer? Ooh. I don't think the dealer actually takes the chips, but I'm going to. I'm going to take them. Kara the croupier. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, they're in my hands now, and I'm going to hold these. And you might get them back. <laughs> you might get more, but you might not even get you these. You might not even get these. Or, you never know. <laughs> I might have to give them to someone else. <laughs> no! <laughs> if, you, if you get it right, I will uh, give them back. And if you get it wrong... Then I will eat them. No, oh, now you gotta tune in next time to see if Kara's just swallowing some chips. Is Kara eating chips or is Jaren holding chips? I don't know. I don't know what you would do. With you can decide what you want to do. I'm gonna eat them. I would bet them all again immediately on another high. Does have a gambling addiction? I do. Oh man! All right. Well. It looks like that is the end of episode two of Oran High School Host Club, everybody. Uh, tune in next time for episode three. Tune in, y'all. It's going to be a good one. That's right. It's I. We sure hope so. We'll see. Will Haruki get expelled? Uh, or Ooh. will we um, meet Haruki's doppelganger and have to deal with it? Or... Oh, doppelganger is <laughs> such a good trope. <laughs> <laughs> You'll find out Episode next time. three, there's another me. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! <laughs> All right, thank you guys so much for listening. Goodbye. Mwah, mwah. Mwah, bye. Bye.